0: And welcome back to The Daily Blend. It has been a couple weeks since we stepped away for the tail end of 2021. I am super excited, arguably fired up for 2022 for some reason. Uh, You know, I know you're always excited about a new year, but this one feels different to me. I feel renewed rejuvenated. I feel like I'm going to do better things, think about things differently, work harder, work smarter, etc., etc. et cetera. But um, if you're new around here, this is the Daily Blend show, and this is the weekly uh, rundown segment uh, where we highlight things that were interesting and notable across business and technology. In this episode, we discuss Oracle's entrance into the healthcare space and what that means for data sharing. Levi gets smart with AI. Social networks continue to be fragmented. How you're, uh, how to brand yourself with tags. How to connect with communities via the disco app. And oh yeah, my old state, Georgia, is getting $5 billion thanks to Rivian aka Jeff Bezos and Amazon. So uh, as always you can get this episode and all other previous episodes on such great platforms as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor. We also put them up on YouTube and we've recently sort of relaunched the Daily Blend YouTube channel. Uh, We were initially using like my personal YouTube channel, and that's going to be used for other things. But we've got a dedicated Daily Blend channel that is linked in the show notes and at dailyblend.com. And if you haven't been to dailyblend.com lately, I highly recommend you going. We moved away from GoDaddy WordPress to Squarespace. Uh, We're about a month into it. I am super happy. I've had no issues. Creating content has been seamless. Managing content has been fantastic. It looks great. Functions great. Trust me, it's going to be the greatest website you go to on the internet. If you don't believe me, ask my mother. All right. With all that said let's jump into the show. All right, so let's jump into the uh, first story here, which is around Oracle jumping into the healthcare space. And um, this is a massive M&A deal that wrapped up at the end of um, 2021. Uh, It's a $28.3 billion agreement by Oracle to buy centers. Uh, And Microsoft had a $19.7 billion deal to buy Nuance uh, and, and both of them are really around healthcare and maximizing data. Uh, the quote from the article that really resonated with me was the fact that the pandemic brought to light the fragmentation of care and healthcare systems and the persistent problem of disparate siloed data. So, why does this matter? So, companies like Oracle, Microsoft are jumping into the mix. One, because it's untapped, two, because they need to grow, and these are areas that have been underserved by big tech, and they have the opportunity to synthesize the data and make it actionable to providers and various third parties. While this is not a new concept, and certainly one that the healthcare industry has wrestled with for years, uh, on the uh, side of the spectrum, you have a massive amount of computing power in both these companies. Obviously, we're highlighting Oracle here, but Microsoft too. And um, there's less risk. There's obviously always some risk, but you know these uh, both these houses um, have, you know, amazing uh, capabilities, security, a- and governance. And I really think that when you put big tech at these problems, you're going to see results faster. Um, and this will be interesting not just for like care for doctors and patients, but likely there will be some trickle-down effects, I'm assuming, to, um, you know, vaccinations. Obviously, we're in a global pandemic, but other problems like cancer research, Alzheimer's, anything that would, um, you know, benefit from computing power and streamlined or or unsiloed data. So, you know, just as a human living in the world um, who wants, you know, healthcare to continue to improve, um, I'm just fired up about this. This is great, and it's it's really great to see big tech jumping into here. I'm excited to see what they unlock. Um, the next thing, going from solving world problems, we're going to talk about genes, uh, and it's an interesting segue, I know, but uh, but it's cool in terms of the data standpoint. So uh, Levi's is uh, you know brought in new leadership, and they are launching AI to support decisions of where to ship from, what products to launch product management basically they're using data to drive decisions and i think this is really cool for a company like levi who's been around for so long to bring in leadership to think differently and try to tweak everything from supply chain to product innovation i think this will undoubtedly become a use case uh or you know a leader uh, for other uh, retailers uh, to follow uh, as someone who has purchased Levi's, you know, they've got a g- lot of great products um, and they've got a wide range. So being more dialed into very various trends right now, we're in that like throwback to the 90s or at least that's what the uh, the kids on my team tell me because I'm a little old for that trend. Um, plus, I hated the 90s dress anyway. But, uh, you know, it's like, OK, cool. We've got the uh, the new uh, you know, 90s styles coming back. What markets should we ship product from? Can we get them? know faster based on like where we're making them and it's just an interesting uh, case study um, the example they gave uh, in the article that i thought was particularly interesting was um, they found a particular t-shirt with a thicker material had become popular um, with female consumers in china the company had considered you know discontinuing the product uh, but the machine learning uh, you know, analysis basically convinced the company to continue offering it in China where sales had remained strong according to the new AI lead. And I just thought that was like such a just basic, easy example. But the fact that, you know, the AI or, you know, is telling the company that that's what you want uh, insights to do. All right. So you're going to hear a couple stories about social media and, you know, the, the, The article or the third topic I wanted to talk about was the 15 social network sites of 2021. Um, Comes as no surprise to me that Facebook is at the top of the list, but YouTube is actually the second in terms of active users. WhatsApp, third, Facebook, Instagram, fourth and fifth. Um, WeChat, sixth, TikTok, seventh. And I actually um, am not surprised that TikTok shot up. I'm actually sort of surprised that TikTok isn't higher up in the list. I knew it had massive growth. Um, I still think uh, the other uh, platforms, uh, you know, do better in terms of just they've got better integration. Um, But uh, yeah, it's just looking at like, you know, how are individuals um, sharing content? And I think what I'm seeing more and more as time goes on, right? I'm less interested in Facebook. I'm very much interested in YouTube, Instagram. I'm not interested in TikTok, but I've got friends uh, who are, who love it for very different reasons. I've got friends whose kids are all about TikTok. So you're starting to see almost like ageism um, where, and I can equate it to like cars, right? So certain generation likes, you know, the Cadillac where others like Mercedes. So, you know, as time progresses, you know you're going to see okay i was you know in my teens and 20s and so i aligned to you know uh, social media x and so it'll be interesting to see like 30 years from now you know how this market continues to be more fragmented and where people will align will there always be a perpetual kind of like revolving door of social media platforms that people jump on or you know is this pretty much it and we've kind of maxed them out my my guess is we'll continue to have more Um, And it's just interesting to see how they all evolve and quite frankly, steal a lot of ideas from one another. Uh, The next story, uh, once again, on on social media is about uh, changing the narrative with uh, self-branding with tags. Um, The overview of tag is it creates a community for Gen Z micro creators, where you can build your creative network while growing your brand exponentially. As we push content and publications, we want to give our creatives a chance to broadcast their opinions, stories, and advice along with us. So just looking at the screenshots, because I haven't downloaded the app, it's somewhere between, you know, like a stories news feed hybrid. Um, I think you know it's really targeted towards Gen Z micro creatives. I think they want to add, you know, different buttons and icons and integrations and allow you probably to. You know eventually sell some stuff or isn't that the the goal of all of these but uh you know it's it's really you know about changing the narrative uh of self-branding is what i think they're trying to aim at and for people to be more comfortable showing their favorite selves online um you know when i look at some of the snapshots specifically and read a bit more about it it really was more about putting a slightly different spin on social media you know, I almost compare it more to what Snapchat was trying to do of like a communication platform versus like a humble brag, if you will. Um, So, you know, it will be interesting to see over time if, you know, solutions like this or platforms like this continue to expand or, you know, I think the true test of if you're, you know, got a fresh idea is if Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Um, Instagram kind of clone you. But uh, it's just a different perspective. Probably not for me, but uh, I'll be curious to see, uh, you know, how it evolves. All right. So continuing down sort of the social lens, let's talk about Go Disco. And this is definitely something I'm super fired up about. So I've moved around a lot. I I find it very hard to like get plugged into a new area and and figure out like what to do. It takes me a while uh, to do that. And this is all about discovering local events. And, you know, I've been to other solutions like this and it's just like super cheesy. And when I looked through like, you know, the Go Disco kind of press kit, I was pretty impressed uh, what uh, Sean and Jesse, who are the founders, had done. Um, It it actually is like a platform that makes you feel less isolated. I thought it was easier to find like hidden gems. Um, You know, I was a big fan of Localer a few years ago when they did have a mobile app. I thought they offered a really nice curation to the marketplace. And so, this is where I think, you know, Let's Go Disco is going to head with like helping you find stuff to do that's like based on your interest. So, um, for the team at uh, Let's Go Disco or Go Disco, I'm not sure the right way to say it, um, hit me up. I want to know more about your solution and nice job with the UI UX. All right. So, now we're going to go jump into Supernova, not the, uh, the black hole, but the uh, social media app. And uh, this is a new app that is gone live with Apple and Android. Uh, it's billing itself as an ethical alternative to Instagram and Facebook, where most ad revenue goes to charities. So social media is amazing, but it's far from perfect. When they began to build this, they were thinking about what else could they do? And so the team... Uh, at Supernova set out to build something that would leave you feeling better than when you arrived. Um, and the community offers real value to his members and the world at large. So they called it Supernova intentionally because they thought it was the brightest, most powerful thing that they could think of. And they gave it that uh, tagline of social network that gives back. And I just think this is interesting, right? Like, I don't know. I log on to social media and sometimes I get fresh ideas. Sometimes I get like, angry that, you know, my life doesn't visually, uh, you know, appear as cool as others. And you know, it's, it's unfortunate, right. That you only put out like, or most people put out only the best pieces of content in their lives. I also think it's, it's unfortunate that there's just not a lot of revenue going to like things in need. So based on what I've read about this, you know, there's going to be, uh, you know, a different approach and there's going to be ways to like give back or donate, uh, revenue, uh, or donate, um, you know, like, like kind of like a GoFundMe um, to different special events. So, you know, I I think all of these things are, are interesting ways or different ways to slice it. You know, when I look at like GoDisco, when I look at Supernova, when I go at Tag, you know, I don't know if they all seem like platforms to me. They seem like great ideas that could live on other platforms. Certainly, they, they can be their own platform, but this is interesting. It's almost like I create content and sort of donate it a little bit to me donated to some interesting charity. And, and maybe, you know, this is just a generational shift. I certainly know when I talk to folks that are, um, millennials and whatever the generation is after that, you know, they're, they're much more about like giving back and community oriented. And so maybe this is really like the step in the right direction. So, um, Once again, like I'm just looking at the UI on the press release, super clean, super crisp. I think it's a really interesting concept to create content and just give back to a community. I'll be interested to see if this like resonates better with individuals or groups kind of trying to promote their event. Um, And, you know, can someone really be a driver of content here, you know, from a creative standpoint to really showcase this platform and put it on a, a global stage? All right, so we spent the whole show or most of the show talking about social media. So we're going to change topics and talk about cars, specifically Rivian. And there's only one thing I want to talk about in the fact that they're putting a $5 billion plant in Georgia for U.S. Assembly. And as a former Georgia native, I am so fired up for my friends down in the South who are likely going to get some killer new jobs. I love the look of both the SUV and the pickup truck. I desperately would take either one. I specifically like the SUV, and normally I'm a black on black on black. I love this, like, kind of throwback yet modern green. So, Rivian, if you're hearing this, send me a car. Um, But if you're not willing to send me a car, uh, you still got really cool product, and I'm just pumped that uh, this new manufacturing is headed to a place I think of as home. Um, so that wraps it up for this week's episode of the show. Uh, as always, you can get this episode and previous episodes on all major podca- podcast platforms. Uh, don't forget to tune in for the Friday Top 5, where I highlight things that are more um, notable in culture, less on the business side. And uh, enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll talk to you again soon.